We live and in effect. We're live and in effect. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> welcome to a new episode of the Foresight Podcast, episode 167. This is your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this your boy Wills. AK is here with us in spirit. The man is handling his business with work, so unfortunately he is not here. But our brother is here in spirit. Episode 167 of the podcast, aka the first annual Foresight Podcast Awards. Cheer to you. Cheer to us. Cheer to the culture and much more. Of course, we're here coming live from WTF Media Studios. We got the homie, our family, Wolf, making sure the vision and the audio is ever so beautiful. Wells, what's going on? It's been a minute. We've been out here striving yes, and surviving. What's the word? Go to the moon. <laughs> um, shit, man. Tired as hell, man, from work. Work been busting my ass. That's why I was actually um, exactly on time today. Usually I'd be here, like, at the time you got here, I'd yeah. usually be here, like, at least 20, 30 minutes. Clutch. But, um, yeah, I was tired. I had to lay down a little bit before when I got off. Um, other than that, I'm good, man. Just been chilling, working, getting ready for uh, Christmas. Got everything Christ taken care of for Christmas? No. Still, <laughs> still. Yo, I, yo, I'd be so tired after work. Like, even yesterday, I'm like, I'm going to go Christmas shopping. Then I sat, I was like... You know me, I smoked my weed, got high. I was like, yeah, I'm like, ah, fuck this. I'm going to chill a little bit. Gifts. And I was like, fuck, I got a pod tomorrow. So I'm like, let me go today, get something. And then uh, Wednesday, today's Tuesday, right? Yep. See, I'm even losing track of days. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yeah, then Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday, I'll just finish it up or whatever. But yeah, man, that's that's it, man. Work's been good. Yeah, work. Work has been settled good. in, got the routine down, know your folks you rock with, know the folks you don't want to rock with. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got my, I got my little crew, uh, my boys. Uh, actually, fuck, uh, this is a lot of, uh, as you know, I told you, like a lot of my like people from the town work there, whatever. Yeah. But like I got my own little clique where it's like uh, uh, me, my boy Kobe, shout out Kobe, uh, shout out my boy Steven, mm -hmm. they from the Bronx or whatever, AK would be proud. Yep. But yeah, those my two what dudes. What train line you from? <laughs> <laughs> those my two dudes, that's who I be kicking it with. But yeah, man, work work is cool, I like it. Yeah, I, I like it, it's cool. I just I like my schedule because like, you know, I'm a, uh, <coughs> I, I guess I'm a morning person because I don't yep. have a problem getting up in the yeah, morning. Like, if, I, if I get up, like I'm up, like, like, my alarm go off. I used to be the person to just lay down. Uh, yeah. Now once it go up, yep, boom. I just get up because up. I know, like, I like I don't know. It's just my I don't know. The older I got, it was like, yo, if I do this now, I have a little bit more time to sit down before. That's I clutch. Instead of laying down right now, I'd rather get shit done then yep. have time. So then when it's time to go, I could just go instead yep. of me rushing. But um. Yeah, man, that's that's it. I'm good. I don't want to. No, no, I love hearing <laughs> that, bro. It's always good catching up and everything. Of course, we always have the the time to talk in between episodes, but it's always good. Oh, go ahead. I don't, I don't know if I nah. I don't know if I want to say this on air. Nah. Is it too personal? Nah, it's not personal. <laughs> but I. So you know how we was talking about the show. Yeah. Uh, we got the set date. It's going Woo! down. <laughs> Wait, announce it. No, take the floor. It's take the floor. Down. Breaking I don't know, news. We didn't, we didn't announce it yet. So like, we don't, we don't. Give us a scoop, damn it. All right, Mar <laughs> March 5th. <laughs> March 5th, um, the Galleria, where they have. Woo! Um, 
small right. circle and friends. Yes, small circle and friends. Circle is that a Saturday? Let me put that on my calendar. I believe it is a Saturday. Let me put that on my, I'm pulling up, God damn it. March 5th. March 5th, bro. Tell, yep, it's a Saturday. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Mm-hmm. No free comps. But yeah, unless you um, nice like that. That's that's what I, that's <laughs> also what I've been working on too. Like uh, after work, I've been meeting up with the boys or whatever, Johnny and Tay, and we just been like uh, brainstorming, trying to get this, trying to get that right. So we trying to have everything right by February fifth. So then we have a whole month to just like yep. just get ready and just straight promo. We don't got to worry about nothing yep. but promo. So. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I'm proud of y'all, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm yeah, proud bro. of y'all. That's dope. Small circle and friends. Tell a friend. Saturday, March 5th, 2022. Going down at the Galleria. Let's go. I love that. Yes, sir. I love that. For real, man. I personally can't complain about things on my end. You know, new job has been going really, really well. Been taking on some new projects that I'm at the very least second in command for. And it's been really good. Personally, I've been good. Spiritually, I've been good. You know, I'm 95% through my Christmas shopping. I just have to pick up the last gift, but FedEx want to play games. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to be home at this time, dog. Like, just leave it at the door. Yo, I'm tight because <laughs> just leave it Amazon, at the door. Amazon just left something at my door, but you know, like, I live in the hood, like, in the project. Mm-hmm. So, like, they just left that shit at my door, like, and nobody said nothing. I didn't even get a conference, like, no text or nothing. And the last thing you said was, oh, it should be there by 10 p.m. I get off of work at 3. I'm like, okay, I get home. I could chill, wait for it. I get off. Luckily, I'm in the elevator with my neighbor. She's like, oh, you got a package or whatever. I put it. She's Spanish. <laughs> She's like, I put it in I put it in my oh, in my house. I'm like, oh, where? She's like, yeah, I got you. She gave it to me. I'm like, thank God, because like that was one of my daughter's gifts. Like, God damn. Yeah, man. People willingly People take still, that. Yeah. Is I, this a sign? Oh, I my see, God. I see Trust me, I've seen I've seen a guy hop on the Amazon truck because the Amazon driver was rushing and he just like left the left his window cracked and had a bunch of like little uh packages on the passenger seat. I seen a dude from my neighborhood, old older like drug addict dude. <laughs> I seen him grab. I'm getting off of work too. I'm walking to the building. I just see him go reach in the shit and just run. I'm like, oh my God, whoever, <laughs> whoever shit he just took is gonna be mad and that guy's gonna get fired. Yup. And honestly, rightfully so, because why would you not have the door protected? <laughs> Make sure, folks, you follow us on social media. You already know we gotta do the announcements. Make sure you follow us on social media. Instagram is at the Foresight Company, Twitter is at Foresight Company. Also, like websites, excellent. Visit our website, foresightny.com. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are on YouTube. Salute to folks that have been subscribing lately. Just got over 130 subscribers. Thank you so much. We got videos on the way. Literally, like I I uploaded it and scheduled it for release. (laughs) So it's done. They're coming out leading up into the new year. And I am excited for this award show. Thank you to the 35 plus people that voted for the first ever Foresight Podcast Awards because we really taking it seriously. I truly think this is going to be a yearly staple for what we do. Um, a lot of people talk all the time about awards. They don't get it. Who's voting for this and that? Well, we taking it back to the streets. Literally, we're taking it back to the people. You, I, Wills, Wolf, AK, and many more deciding on who wins the award. This is where your vote actually matters. So please believe Starting from today, 
the Foresight Podcast Awards will be a big deal, and we will only get bigger and bigger as time goes on. But before we could go into the awards, you know, this is going to be our last episode of the year. And when thinking about, excuse me, this past year, a lot of great moments in our cultures of hip-hop and R&B, but unfortunately, a lot of tragedy. We lost a lot of people uh, in very unpredictable and tragic ways. Most recently, the good brother Draco the Ruler last weekend in L.A., and there's a lot of people out there, ladies and gentlemen, that regardless if they're artists, creatives, execs, whoever, they were so important to our culture. They were so important to the people around them. And ultimately, they were important to the culture. So I want to raise my glass up to them. Yes, sir. We love y'all. We appreciate what you did for the culture and our communities, regardless if you knew about you or not. And you will not be forgotten. Salute to all of y'all, man. Real talk first awards to announce there's going to be a few awards ladies and gentlemen that wills and i along with wolf our incredible engineer will discuss in depth but for the most part a lot of the awards we will just announce the winners of of course if any of us have a reaction we will share it so the first batch of awards to announce comeback artist of the year label of the year public relations of the year and best social media platform for comeback artist of the year 35 plus voters decided it was Kanye West. Okay, good. Cause I I um I put something else. But <laughs> I meant to because I finished my I finished my uh I finished like a few hours ago yeah. voting. And when I went back, cause it saves like it saved all my answers. Yep. And I thought about it and I went back to go put Kanye and I forgot to. But yeah, shout out to Ye. But I put Migos because <laughs> don't get me wrong, I really like Culture Three. That was just personal, <laughs> personal vote, personal favorite. Yes, what you would call it? Record label of the year. It was widely contested. There were up to eight entrants. Def Jam won record label of the year. That was a surprise to me because personally, I voted for Columbia, Adele, Lil Nas X. I think Polo G's with Columbia, and they had a couple other people. And I'm like, yo, they bodied it. <laughs> like, Columbia bodied that this year. Dope. Yeah, I voted for Rock Nation. Makes sense, makes sense. Wolf, based on your knowledge of record labels, who you think is the best record label of the year? I'm sitting here trying to think about it right now. I'm like, for some reason, why well, I want to say QC? Yeah, that was, I'm not going to front. That was my first... That was mm -hmm. my first answer like I even wrote quality control and I went back and deleted it and was like I don't know people might not. <laughs> I don't know QC you know? was second oh for real so QC was second kept QC. okay okay yeah QC was second public relations of the year well wait up publicity yeah public, public relations of the year PR folks I had it written down in another way but the folks who've been doing their thing in public relations as publicists that's what I was thinking of it was actually another close race. Few people that were in the mix, a couple of them that I knew, but ultimately Audible Treats won. Publicist of the Year, in case folks don't know about Audible Treats, they're the publicity group of Rolling Loud. Okay. They work with uh, BF, uh, Be the Pac Man, they worked with Young Dolph, they worked with King Von, they worked with a lot of your favorite artists. And they work really hard. Of course, I had the chance to get to know them through Rolling Loud and other stuff. 
Really good group of people. They really work hard. Salute to them. And lastly, the last award, best social media platform. Best social media platform. So whether you're talking about Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever, best social media platform. We actually had a three-way tie between Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. How do we feel about that? Bro, it's TikTok, bro. <laughs> it's TikTok. That's it's what TikTok, I'm saying. Bro. That's Come easy. On. I don't even. Sorry, when, voters. That's why when I, when I seen the results, I was like, "How is it a three way tie? Like, mm-hmm. it's TikTok, bro. And then if it's not TikTok, it's Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, <laughs> I agree with that. Sure. It, it would have to be Twitter. As people still holding on, they just like, yeah. oh, I can't fully yeah. embrace TikTok just yet. You know, what yeah, I mean? there's yeah. people because. Well, I'm not going because I was on TikTok heavy. Then I fell back a little bit. Me too. Same thing. And then now I'm like kind of bouncing it out. <laughs> See, <laughs> like I try, time for a yeah, I try not to be on it too much. And then I was like, mm, let me make my TikTok. Honestly, you want to know, my daughter took over my TikTok. Like once she that learned, is true. <laughs> once she learned, like, bro, I was on TikTok, like during the pandemic, like I was doing TikTok heavy with my boy, like uh, Johnny Price. Like he would come over to the crib and we would just do mad TikToks, like funny shit. And then my daughter, I don't know, she was like one going on two around that time when she turned two. Then she started like seeing me do the TikToks and she started using the phone going on TikTok. That's then when they start remembering. And it was over, bro. There was times I would just like go on my phone and I would just check and I would just see a bunch of TikToks. Brand like, new shit. Yo, I went, vi- <laughs> I went viral one time because of her. What? Yo, she got 4 million, 4.7 million views on one TikTok or whatever. And really? I and I didn't even know. And I was in the TikTok. There's a lot of TikTok. I'm gonna show you my page. <laughs> like that's insane. she did this dance, like you like, oh bitch, I'm a ghost. And you turn to a ghost. Yep. And then like and the beat drops, and then you gotta like snap like right on point. Yep. And your body snaps back into the ghost body or something. <laughs> I remember that. Bro. That was a good trend. She was two years old when she did that, bro. And she did it perfectly. You didn't know, bro. Didn't know. She knew how to, like, bro, she was posting these shits with no caption, no hashtag, <laughs> nothing, bro. Just posting mad videos. So I got to the point where I'm like, okay. So I'm like, yo, every Sunday I drop her off. I would check my phone. I'm like, let me check because I would delete. Like, if she posted, like, sometimes it'd be like little dumb shit or just like one second. So I'll delete all the dumb shit. So one day I'm, I'm like, all right, I dropped her off. I'm like, let me check my TikTok and delete some because I know she did it. Yeah. Or whatever. So I'm like, why well, I'm getting so much notifications though? Like, when I opened the app, it was like, 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 like. I click it. I'm like, the fuck? So I click on the video. And at that time, it was like 20K or something. This was like the next day. So I'm like, the hell? Shit kept jumping up, jumping up. Right now, it's at like 4.8 million. Bro, that's insane, <laughs> bro. Bro, got me like, I was at like 30 followers, bro, on TikTok. I got like 7,000 now. I thought what? I was going to get like 10K, but I got like 7,000. I'm like, damn, just off my daughter, bro. We see who's Great. the LeBron of this. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, Will's is straight speaking facts because I remember that too. That's amazing. And in side note, it, it really is funny because I remember seeing Nova at two <laughs> mimic this man, Wolf. To where it's like, why is she throwing up signs? Yeah, she she because I she cause mimics my, everything. My, my he music does. thing, we like we we call small circles, so I always do like this or whatever. So like my daughter, I'll be like, yo, throw it up. She be doing this, and she be like bobbling side to side, yeah. like fingers like Bro, this. I got I'm a, like, yo, I got a TikTok where we doing adorable. like the uh this future verse. I'd be like, I need a woo. She need a woo, and she's doing the woo part, and I'm yeah. rapping, and she just like woo. <laughs> 
Woo! And all this was at like two. She's three now, about to be four next month. But like, bro. Wow. And the crazy thing about it, she got older and she kind of like fell back off of TikTok. Really? She knows it. Like, she'll be on it. Like, she'll be watching it. She knows it, whatever. But she don't want to, like, she doesn't do them as much. Like, before... I would have to go on my phone, delete. Like now, it's like, yeah. and she got to be in the mood. Like I'll ask, I'm like, oh, baby, you want to do a TikTok? She'll be like, no, later <laughs> or something. Wow. Or sometimes she'll just do it by herself. She'll be like, oh, daddy, don't look or whatever. Or some we shit been like off that. that. She's on that point now. <laughs> she like, we been she off on Roblox that. now. That's, that's, mm -mm. that's, that's impressive. <laughs> but hey, yeah. shout out to me for making one heck of a spritz. Yeah, this shit good as uh, fuck. Second glass champions, second glass and everything. For the in-depth conversations, um, now it's time to talk about the first, you know, pair of awards, rookies of the year and song of the year. Let's start with <laughs> let's start with rookies of the year. So similar to MVP, we're going to have two MVPs, a rap MVP and an R&B MVP. We did the same thing here. Now, I want to start with you, Wills, because before I announced the winner, what is your definition of a rookie in music so we don't have a Donovan Mitchell versus Ben Simmons situation Yeah, <laughs> from a few um, years ago? A rookie is, uh, I basically, they just came out. Mm. They got a uh, song is popping. Whatever song they just dropped is going crazy. Is there a year's limit to who you consider a rookie? That's an important um, question I need to ask. That's what I'm ask. saying, because the person I voted for, I knew about him since like 2000. Uh, 18, I want to say, 2017, 18. Okay. Yeah. Three, four years. But this year is a year he, like, broke into the the game. Like, I want to say, basically, I will say a rookie is, all right, you could be doing your thing for, like, two to three years, but once you, like, break in the industry where, debut like, your album. mainstream, yeah, debut album. You so get that's what your vote the was. Main, these, yeah. That's a rookie. All right, yeah. So that's why I voted. Well, my vote didn't win, but I voted for Young Blue. Okay. Hey. A lot of people voted for Young Blue. Oh, thank you, people. I, <laughs> I personally, no, what F it. I'll consider him a rookie too. I guess because he's released more bodies of work. Who you vote for? Young Blue. Who you vote for? I mean, I, I, they won. Baby King. Uh, oh, both. Both of my people won. I'm going to announce it though. <laughs> both of my people won because I really looked at them as, as rookies, but like somebody like Young Blue. If you call him a rookie, I'm not mad at that. But based on how he was working and moving since like 2016, 2017, I would look at him as like as a second, third year player. Yeah. But I'm not mad at that though, because yeah. this year was like a not, breakout year for and him. And I yeah, and I think I went with that because I think uh Soul Train Awards had him as like a new artist of the year or something like that. So I was like, okay, maybe like, yeah, I'm I'm guessing like maybe I think it was was it new artist? You know what's so funny or BT, though? Somebody had him as like somebody yeah. had him in a category for new yeah. artists. But you know what's so funny that you said that though? I feel like at major award shows, new artists has a different meaning than like what we're talking what we're about. Talking. Like all right, all right, all right, I feel like for them, new artists is like, have you been around for like two or three years and yet not everybody really knows you? New artists. Yeah, all right, basically. All right, so that's what I was going for. Like, am I bugging with that? I always felt like that's how it was. Cause a lot of people in new artists categories like they've been around for two three years mm -hmm. it's not really a new artist like mm -hmm. yo buddy just popped off eight months ago yeah you're right. like this is somebody in their sophomore junior season yet you calling them a new artist am i bugging with that wolf or nah, nah i agree i agree that's kind of why it's hard for me to really think about that though because i'm like mm -hmm. who do i know rookie status who like 
their first year in the game. Who I voted for for R and B, I think it's the true definition of a rookie. Who? So who won for rap rookie of the year? Baby King. Mm. For R and B rookie of the year, Capella Gray. I think Capella is the true definition of a rookie. He is. That's like he's literally in his first year as an artist. He's, you think he's R and B? I think he's like trap soul. I mean, that would fall in the R and B. Oh, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a right. that, that would be a subgenre of R and B. Because he gave me like Bryson Tiller vibe. Yeah, and Bryson is still R and B. Of course, for me. Yeah, please. What should I download from Capella Gray? What should I give Gallus, of course, the Gallus, hit. and he just dropped Talk Nice last Talk week. Talk Nice is cool, okay. but some of his older projects, which, no disrespect to you, Capella, have ugly cover art. They got some joints that. on there. Yeah, you saw it, right? I see that. Yeah. Like, they got some joints on there. I can't name off the top of my head them records, yeah. but there's some records on there that's like, ooh, okay. I like this is dope. The ugly cover art is given like classic music. It just yeah. yeah this I, this is when I, I he was like see, songwriter Capella. I see like on his story like when certain girls like post songs. I'm like, when he dropped this, and then I'll go to the Apple 2020, music, and it's 2019. like old old music or whatever. And I was like, damn. But one thing about Capella Gray, like, yeah, I don't want to say he proved me wrong, but I just didn't really know about him. Yeah. So I remember when we were sh- uh, setting up the uh, whole. 914 was on fire, the verses. We was doing like verses in uh yeah. Westchester mm-hmm. or whatever. Um Man, you before, talk about a throwback. This yeah. was like last winter. Before it even like popped off. So we I remember we had like a whole Zoom, Zoom meeting or whatever, oh, like talking about it. And um shout out Capella, shout out Kanai. But I remember Kanai was a part of the uh Salute the to Kanai. She's a and we was talking about different artists that should should do verses against each other. And she kept saying Capella Gray. And at first, I'm like, who the, who the fuck, fuck is, is Capella yeah. 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 I'm like, yo, how the fuck you want somebody to do a versus that don't even got music out or whatever? I'm like, yo, I never seen a video, nothing yeah. or whatever. I'm like, yo. Like, I'm like, yo, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? But she, like, oh, believed. Boy. She was like, no, trust me. Like, nobody's fucking with Capella. Nobody's fucking with Capella. Like, wow. she believed. And I'm just like. And I, was, I wasn't, like, saying nothing wrong. I was just yeah, like, I never, was, yeah, because yeah. I'm like, yo, he don't put out. But that was him. Like, he just didn't put out music like that. Like, he's more so, like, at that time, he was he a songwriter. He was a songwriter. So it was like, he wasn't really caring about doing all the other shit that all these other artists from Westchester was doing. But then it was, like, literally months after that, probably, like, three or six, four three months. Three or four months after that, he popped with that gallus. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like Capella deserves it. Nah, he does. I, for rookie I, of the year. I know some people in the votes had like, what's his name? Blast. They had Blast yeah. in there. They had Moray. Yeah. A couple of folks voted for Moray. For sure. Uh, I'm happy for y'all who voted for uh, Cleo Soul. Yeah. She's a really dope singer songwriter. Yes, yeah, she is. But um, but yeah, I, I feel like Capella got it. Um, Baby came for rap. I think that's just a great choice too. Like, you know, what he did with the melodic blue. I know people may have their feelings about it, but it did what it was supposed to do. Total switch, headline day in Vegas, the own tour, headline that, you know, face of PF Lang, uh, P, PG, PG Lang. <clears throat> like, it's, if you talk about rookies who really stand out, I think it's those two. Especially because with Keem, Keem only had like one project out. 
which was the die for my chick joint like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he really is a new artist. And I think that's the beauty about like when talking about rookies of the year and really looking into them being that, okay, we're not just talking about folks that's been around for a couple years and maybe four or five years and then broke through. So now you want to call them new. Like we're really talking about new the rookies, people that are just breaking through in the game. So I, I'm personally, I'm happy with the selection. Salute to everybody that voted once again. Hey, Capella and Baby Keem, rapping R&B rookies of the year. Song of the year. I think this has the potential to be our most controversial award because I think there's one factor that will define your rookie of the year. How often were you outside? I was outside a lot. Yeah. I think based on who you voted for and based on who the viewers would vote for, it really depends on how much you were outside. Because the song that won this award was a song that if you're outside, wins the award. Capella Gray wins again with Gallus. Yeah. How do we feel about that? I'm with it because I mean, like for me, it was it was between um, it was between Gallus, Kiss Me More, and um, Kiss Me More is a good one. Um, From who? Shit! Oh, Essence, but Essence is not this year. It just went crazy this year. Yeah. So um, it there was another song too that I I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you was outside, Gallus was going off. Ga- ga- like, like, and it became bigger than a New York record. You think so? I think it became bigger than a New York record. Because I think at first, because for at least half the year, and I know this may sound crazy to some people, but for half the year, there was a conversation. I wasn't a part of it, but there was a conversation on Gallus versus Essence. Yeah. And, and I personally believe, no disrespect to Capella and them, Essence is a better song. Yeah. I think it it's easily more worldwide. But when but when we talk about this country and when we're talking about certain environments, I think what Gallus took over with Essence was because it was a slightly newer song, it had more of a lifespan. And it really grew on to people, right? I think for the first half of the year, Essence bodies Gallus. Yeah. But for the last six months, since everything in music comes and goes after three to six months, at least on a mainstream level, Gallus has really picked up steam. Gallus is a billboard charting record. It got the remix from Breezy and Popcan, Popcon. Like, you know, Breezy performed a record at Rolling Loud during his set. Yeah, that was fire. Yeah, it's I just getting stronger that. and stronger. Both, both, both of their remixes didn't do nothing for the songs, though. The originals were still better. Yeah, the original is still great. Both, the original yeah, still both great. Essence and Gallus. Yeah. But, you know, Bebevelli hopping on there. It was you cool. Know. <laughs> I, I, I really liked it, but it was cool, but it wasn't. It didn't really. Like, after that few days of me yeah. listening to Bieber, I went back to the regular one. But uh, Gallus, yeah, it was. Not confront it. Shit, it was uh, when I did my. Um, your, your Spotify Raptor, your Apple Music Apple, stats. Apple, my Apple Shout music. out to all the Apple Music stat guys. I gang, my, gang. We up word. in this piece, bro. I was at work. Niggas was mad talking about, you don't do the Spotify. I'm like, no, no, I don't got Spotify, Spotify rap. Here, why I want to see Spotify talk well, to me nigga, like, oh, Apple man. Phone, nigga. <laughs> yeah, why I, I want, why I want Spotify to be like, yeah, man, like, the way you listen to Drake was like, 
somebody who's in love with their favorite blanket or whatever. I don't want to hear that. Just give me the hours. Give me the plays. But yeah, Gallus. No, because like Spotify with the certain stats, they try to get clever. Like they try to bring analogies to like Uh, how much, like how many times you listen to somebody. And and, uh, they tell you uh, what genres you listen to the most and shit like that. They're like, yeah, uh, you're really like Mr. Reliable. You listen to Wolf, who is really reliable. You must be Mr. Reliable. That's crazy. The art. When they tell you the artist you listen to, it tells you how much hours though, how much hours you do listen to for Apple. That's cool. Because I remember one of my friends, I don't want to give him up, but we was um, going back and forth in the group chat about this Drake and Kanye situation or whatever. And he was like talking about like how Donda um, is fire, da-da-da, how everybody loves Donda. But I'm like, yo, bro, I don't hear Donda. Like nobody, I don't, yep. like it's a good album. Don't get me wrong. Like I love the album, but good album. I'm like, I don't hear it. Like I don't mm-hmm. hear people playing. Like unless it's me playing it, that's it. But I don't go out like I hear people, like I hear CLB and shit like that. So we was going back and forth. And then this nigga had the nerve to send his uh his Apple Music um That might not have been his the best Apple choice, Music brother. uh like replay of the year of the artists he listened to. Drake and Ye was the top two artists, but the hours <laughs> was crazy. Drake's hours was 120 and Kanye was 40. I'm like, bro, like you just proved to me that you listen to CLB more than you even listen to Donda. Cause look, 120 to 40 is a clean blowout. Like That's it's a blowout. blowout. He's oh. like I know, I'm just saying, no, I'm just... <laughs> when they can hit you with the, it's over. Hey, yeah. bro, it's Listen, over. man, this album related to me more, so I like it better. And that's what I told her. I said, bro, I'm like, I'm like, it's okay, bro. Drake is more relatable. I get it, bro. Just just nah, don't play with me. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> don't play with me. That's funny as hell. Nah, I ain't going to lie. Wolf, if you can remember, whether it's Apple Music, Spotify, who was your top five most listened to artists or albums? Bro, it's probably just some... Super local ass New York hip hop shit, <laughs> realistically. Like, not even Drake or Kanye. It's probably Radimus, Marlon Craft. Marlon Craft is dope. Marlon Craft, Mick Jenkins. That's three. Mick is dope. Mick Jenkins and some other niggas. It's some shit like that, though. You know what I mean? It's definitely in that area for sure. Definitely in that area for sure. Wells, who was your top five? It was uh, Drake. Drake. Future, Dirk, SZA, Wayne. Mm. I Drake was definitely one <laughs> for me. Tyler Crater was top three. Um, I think Jack Harlow was some, somehow up there. And the other two were like R&B related acts. Yeah, like right after my five, I, I remember I think it was like Bryson Tiller, Janae Aiku, Meek Mill, and Amigos. I realized I li- like um, a lot of people was kind of like not really shitting on expensive pain, but when I went back to my Apple Music, I realized that was like one of the top albums I listened to. And then when I listened to it, I'm like, yo, I really like this shit, and I really listen yeah. to it a lot. Mm-hmm. I just think Meek probably dropped at the wrong time. Like I think I think timing was wrong. With no me. disrespect to Meek, but was you mm-hmm. playing it because it was maybe good background music? I think so because like, it, no, because like it's like, a real, I, it's a real like, thing. The other day There's a when lot I was of music clean- we play, bro. That's just background music. You just throw yeah, because when, when it sounds I, good. When I was cleaning the other day, I threw it on, but it's like I, I hear it though. Like I'm listening because like the intro, like I fuck with the yeah. intro. Like I don't know. Like you right though. Like there's a lot <laughs> of music. And music fans, we gotta be honest. There's a lot of music we play that's 
we throw that on just because because we don't like silence. <laughs> like yeah. we just throw it on. Like yo, that's true. Yeah. Let me throw on such and such just because no, I might sing a lyric randomly, but I'm not really focused on it. That's, that's true. Valid. Nah, I, 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 I felt that. Um, but yeah, rookie of the year should have been to K Flock. K Flock. Check <laughs> that. Next year, I'm calling it B Love for Rookie of the Year. <laughs> oh, yeah, B Love's my guy. B Love for Rookie of the Year. Yo, man, I know we've talked about Bronx Drill multiple times, but them Bronx dudes really got it, man. I've been listening to yo, that new Ron Suno record. The dude crazy. that performed that reps and receipts. He's on that home. record. And it was crazy. I watched that video that day, and I didn't realize when he was performing until like when I tagged him. Then I went to the sh I went to his gram because he reposted when I tagged him. And I was like, I was just watching this yeah, I was <laughs> on just the watching Ron you on Sudo stage. video. Then I just seen you on stage, like in the same day. I just saw the video. I'm like, that's fire though. That record is dumb for no reason. Yeah. In a great way. Yeah, no, that should go. I far. started learning new Bronx drill dance moves. Just <laughs> off, off the strength. If you saw me, I had to learn my yep. shits. <laughs> hey, 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 mess around, look like you're doing the Carlton. That's how they get you moving, goddammit. For real, for real. Album of the year. Album of the year. Album of the year. Up to 12 albums were nominated, aka voted for by the people. Really impressive. Um, I want to shout out Vince Staples. Vince Staples got a couple votes. Okay. Because I actually liked Vince Staples by Vince Staples. That lived in my rotation for a couple months. Shout out to those who voted for Isaiah Rashad's The House Is Burning. Mm. That was a really good album. Couple R&B acts got in there. Winning by two votes. Literally, won by two votes. It was Donda. I want to go to the moon. Donda won. How we feeling? Donda album of the year at the first ever Foresight Podcast Awards by two votes. That Who was, was second? Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator. Word. I voted for Call I Me mean, If You I Get Lost. I mean, I feel like that's going to win the Grammy, though. Tyler the Creator. Hopefully so. Yeah. It's either going to be Tyler the Creator or Kanye, but I feel like Tyler's going to get it. But yeah, um, yeah I'm not mad at it because I'm not going to lie. Donda was my first pick. Then I went back and changed it because of personal reasons. CLB was third. <laughs> okay. CLB was third. I like, I. Right what away, I right away voted for Call Me For Your Loss. Okay. To me, I mean, I'm, I, yes, I was on the nah, show yeah. saying no, CLB was the top three. Tyler was crazy. Yeah. I remember I was, I was listening to that, like, like I listened to albums back to back, but that album, I remember I listened to, like, for, like, two days straight, like, nothing we were on. We were on <laughs> our own album. trips around that time. Yeah. You was in Miami, and I was out in L.A. for the first time for work. Word, I remember. That's and it what, came that's out that day I, I landed in L.A. That was my soundtrack was, in L.A. I remember I listened to it on the plane. That's why I kept listening. And then when mm -hmm. I, I was in my room, because I, I went a little by myself trip or whatever. So when I was in my room waiting for my friends, I was listening to it. Yeah, you're right. That's It did come out around that time. Yeah, literally. I remember outside of listening to N.W.A. in the game as soon as I stepped out at <laughs> L.A.X., <laughs> Because, you know, that's the welcome to L.A. music for me. Um, <laughs> I immediately threw on Call Me If You Get Lost. And it was like the perfect soundtrack to my 48-hour trip to L.A. But I'm not mad at those voting for Donda. I think Donda is one of those projects that I think is going to get the aging treatment. I think in 2022, you're going to see a lot of people randomly bring up in real life and on the timeline like, yo... This Donda sound crazy, Word. you know, because there was a lot that went around Donda, you know, the 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 over the top listening parties and the Drake stuff, and obviously CLB coming out and at least performing better than Donda, 
But I do think it's starting to happen where outside of the noise, and that's the thing, artists, you have to get away from the noise. Get away from the noise so the music can stand out. Musically, it's sounding a lot better to people. And for Donda, that his con that Kanye Drake concert really was helpful. Because a lot of those records sounded nuts. And you know what was the other realization too? Kanye really is, bro, for like this generation, y'all, like the inventor of stadium music. Mm. Like you watch that concert bag and it's like everything going back to late registration. Mm -hmm. It's meant for 50,000 people mm. to hear this. I like that. Mm -hmm. We not doing MSG. We not doing Barclays. Jesus walks. Like that shit. Bro, shit. the way it rang off. My favorite Kanye song ever, I Wonder, mm. went off. Mm. My shit is flashing lights. It went on. Went off. It's like, yo, I forgot that like if there wasn't a, a gay making stadium music and making at the point with graduation, mm. Travis doesn't have that template for Astro World, which was definitely his attempt at making stadium music. I don't know. Travis got that stadium music, boy. I don't know. <laughs> he that that Astro World though was the top example of it because of Yay. Cause of Yay. Because of that graduation. Oh. Because of that graduation. I guess. That graduation Wait, hit. So you're boy. saying graduation made Astro World? I'm, I'm saying graduation right? laid the template. Oh, oh and I'm okay, using okay, Travis okay, as okay, an okay. example. Cause to me, okay. he's the Yeah, yeah, walk so Travis could run. Yeah. I'm I saying like it. to me, that's like the biggest prime example. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you now. Yeah, because graduation is my shit. Yeah, that's my stadium favorite. music. That's my favorite Yay album. I'm, it's, it's, it's stadium music, man. Like everything was stadium music. It's, it's beautiful. Plus, we haven't seen Ye perform perform in like I don't know how long. Like I was saying before the show, started. I haven't seen him perform that good in ten years since Watch the Throne Tour. Yeah, exactly. Literally, all his other 10 years. concerts, he was just ranting and telling niggas that Jay Z got killers and shit like that. I'm and touching blood money, yo. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do? Listen to the radio. What was he saying? What what song was that? That Drake and and, and, and Khaled. Was it I'm on one? Nah, it was after to the max, or something. It was re it was like for free for free. I <laughs> no, think it was for free. free. Uh, what, uh, what was for free? How did for free go? Uh, for free. It's the too short joint, right? Yeah, I think so. But I don't know. I remember one of his concerts. You want to add for free? Yeah, I think he said he was like he's like, what you hear when you turn on the radio? It's Drake and DJ Khaled. She wanted that. Yeah, yep, like, yep. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, yay crazy. I'm glad he uh, performed, performed, because that shit got me in my bag, and I had to work the next day. I was up to 3 in the morning, yeah. got to be up at 6. So I got three hours of sleep, man. Yeah, you owe me, man. My girl made fun of me for the fact that usually I be out like a light, and yet as soon as I saw Drake and Ye walk down yo, the steps. You want to know what's crazy? <laughs> I rose up like the yo, Undertaker, goddamn Yo, you want to know what's crazy? I rose up like the Undertaker. Before the show, because they kept pushing the time back. Yep. I even said when they announced the time, I'm like, yo, it's not going to start at that time because it's Kanye. So then I think it was supposed to start at 11. Then it got pushed back to 12. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. So at 11, when they said no 12, I'm like, let me watch something else. until I'm like, so I watched like a 20-minute show. I think How I Met Your Mother or something. It's my favorite show. Everybody should watch that. But um, so I watched like an episode or two because I'm like, okay, maybe it's gonna start at one. Fell asleep. Damn. Fell asleep. But do you know I literally woke up 
Whitney Smith was walking to the like right in the beginning. I I don't know what happened. That's I don't weird. know if it was the music in my like shit just woke me up, bro. I was knocked out Wake on my bed. Up. I woke up and I just saw them two walking, and I'm like, and at first I thought it was over because they walking together. I'm like, I'm damn, like, oh, I checked the time, <laughs> but I checked they the time. I'm like one o'clock. I'm like, damn, this shit was an hour because they said it was gonna start at twelve now, and it was eleven <laughs> when I fell asleep. I think like eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, this shit was only an hour. I but it was just the beginning. I was like, oh, it's lit. It's lit. Yeah, the <laughs> roll, word, the word. I roll one up and just it just went for it. Hey, man. I really was about to be down for the count. And then the choir starts singing, and that like perked me up. And then I saw those two. Mm-hmm. I was ready. Mm-hmm. Frida Mandem. Frida, Frida Mandem. <laughs> I would get the hoodie, nothing that, nothing that Carolina Blue, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't going to do that. What was your album of the year, Wolf? I would probably have to say Tyler's album, too. I think nice. I think that's literally like some of the most progressive rap music I've heard in a long time. And he was inspired too. Yeah, inspired but, Tyler because he's a producer as well. You know what I yep. mean. So he got this advantage of like being in love with chords and just just getting real freaky and like experimental with the music. You and know he what talks I mean? about that all the time in his interviews. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, like dudes don't really like listening to chords, so yeah, I like gotta make sure shit, the chords like, and the mixing was right. Real shit, bro. He's and like for such real. and such organizer. You know, I was like working with them, and I really wanted the Boy, music to come out that way. Like this nigga, that's just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tyler. I watch a lot of Tyler Creator yeah. interviews. That's my guy. Yeah, I got a couple of his interviews on my sleeping playlist. I listen to a whole bunch of motivational stuff when I go to sleep. Yeah, I think he deserved that. Real talk. Nah, for real. I, I voted for that album with no problem. But congratulations to Mr. Yeezus, Yeezy, um, you know, Louis Vuitton Don. Can't forget that for winning album of the year with Donda. New segment alert that I want to bring on the pod um, it's called <laughs> Play on Words for Sight. Salute to Stilione, who gave me this idea for us to do every week in which, you know, myself, Wills, and AK, each week the one of us will take the floor and lead this foresight segment in which we simply give out advice, advice of any means, all means. And this week I will kick it off and I want to speak to. The artists out there, some of you who I know personally, and there was a couple of things that I was thinking about, damn, like, what do I want to give advice on? It's a really tough decision, and it made a great decision towards the end. I want to talk to y'all about how you entered this metaverse and how you deal with NFTs and Mm. this new rush of cryptocurrency and digital living and Mm. performing and much more. Mm. I'm happy that you're going into it. I'm happy that it's going to give you some great advantages. I'm, by the way, very much a novice, so I'm not going to talk to you like I know every damn thing about this. I don't. I'm just getting the information because folks on my timeline are really into this. And where I work in media, there are they are a leading voice in everything NFT. I will want to say this, though, for the artists that, again, you're getting into NFTs and you're taking advantage. Don't forget that you still have to treat your success with NFTs the same way that you've done with selling your music and selling your merch and selling concert tickets, being that in order for you to really make money, you still need to create a demand. Don't forget that. I see a lot of you out there that are getting into this whole NFT thing because, you know, oh, man, 
I could do this and that and make this much money or I could do this and that and connect with the fans and whatever it is. And it's like, you're not going to make as much as you think you are if you don't have that demand yet from the fans that com that comes from the trust your fans have given you because of what you have done. It's the same thing when you finally put your music out and you hope people buy it or let alone play it for free on your SoundCloud or when you sell tickets so they can see you perform at a major stage show or at raps and receipts. Like you got to understand it, it. Everything will always go back to what is the demand that you have drove in from your fans to the point where they say, I need to purchase this. I need to give you my time to do this. And I think this is a really important thing for artists to understand as they deal with NFTs, metaverse, anything digital, because this is not some easy way to get paid sort of scheme. This is something that has a lot of potential to be the future of a lot of things creatively and with the music business. So as you go into this and you work on everything, remember, what are you doing to drive up or at the very least create demand from your fans? Because once you do that, then you could capitalize financially with your NFTs, with your music, actually, with your concert tickets, with your merchandise. Remember to always create demand first before you can cash in because you want to replicate that financial success as much as possible instead of going for the quick buck. That is this week's Foresight segment. How do y'all feel about that? That's cool. Yeah, I fucked with it. I'm, I'm definitely with that. I'm still learning on it. And that's Me too. I'm really, I'm very much a novice. Mm-hmm. I'm very much a novice with this NFT stuff. It's, it's, it's hitting the streets harder than crack. Yeah, that's been like real talk. Everybody's like two on two hours watching videos on that shit one day. It's a huge deal, man. Everybody's getting into it. It is to the point where it's like all creatives are jumping in on this, and because you can literally turn anything to an NFT. Fact. I could take a picture of this of our of this desk and a laptop, and be like, "This is an NFT." No nah, facts. I watch I watch a video of a dude actually creating an NFT too. I watch mad videos. It's Just crazy. To learn about this shit. I'm still confused. Me too, <laughs> for real. And again, where I work is a leading NFT voice. But I got a few boys that's like really into that whole crit. Like they watch like the whole like Market Mondays with the the mm-hmm. dudes from the yeah, my uh, like I got like three boys that faithfully into this shit like heavy. Like I got two of them already got like two or three NFTs or whatever. Like they go crazy. So like I be asking them. But they were like, yo, I really got to sit down with you and, like, really tell you, like, really put you on game, shit like that. Like, it's a lot to this shit. It's a lot, bro. Well, how how into NFTs you've been? Or are you, like, ourselves? Like, you're novice. Um, I've been educating myself last, I'll say, about two, three weeks. I've been I've been diving deep. I've been diving deep. I want to I wanna understand. I, um, I know how to draw. I fuck around with a lot of different art mediums in general realistically so i'm like damn like i feel like this is something i could actually get into i done probably created some shit that's ready to be minted into an nft right now realistically you know what i mean so i'm paying attention to it bro the world changing i want to change with it yeah man it's freaking changing like a mug yeah there was one thing too and i didn't mean for us to go deep into like this meta world stuff (laughs) metaverse stuff but there was somebody talking about how you know there's going to be a time where we do meetings and we work through the metaverse. That's the first thing they're about to do. 
And I'm like, hell no. <laughs> like, Bro, I just seen. I don't want to do just all seen, that. My boy just sent like something. Um, like they had the 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 gla- the goggle joints or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep, the Oculus or. And they went into like the metaverse. And it was like some white dude, but it was like some black nigga in there. And he was like, his name was like Peanut. So yo, I'm gonna show you how after the show. But he's like. I, like they talking about the metaverse, and so I guess like if somebody like I guess works for the metaverse or whatever, when they in this shit, like it has like a tight like it has your name, but it also says like it says like content creator or something like basically saying you work for the shit. Mm-hmm. So the nigga, the nigga's like, whoa, you should say. He's like, yeah, I, I work for. He's like, yeah, I work here. I work for this metaverse. Nigga's like, oh word, <laughs> and this is all like digital, like like digital <laughs> shit. So this shit looks funny. He's like, oh word. He's like, and then somebody else walks over, and he got it's like a green tag that tells you like he works and shit. It's like, oh, you work for it too. It's like, so shit. Like, and he was like, so what y'all do? He was like, now nah, we just, we work from home. We work for this. We make sure everything's good. You see, we're walking around trying to make sure y'all are fine. <laughs> Nigga said. Well, shit. <laughs> How much I pay? I could do this shit from home, oh, too. God. Oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yo, bro. It's I'm dying, It's work. This shit signed me up. Shit. Word. It's like, yo, I could meet y'all niggas like this. And be like, put me on. That's going to be I the first clock in with my ADP app. And just put on the goggles. Put on the... And just chill. <laughs> yeah, just chill. Hey, y'all good over there? <laughs> yeah. Don't mind the background. That's just my DoorDash. That's all. You know, brother was hungry. But that was Foresight. Second batch of awards to announce. Best journalism platform, best concert, best producer. Best journalism platform. Salute to everybody that voted. We did not rig this. People voted for Foresight. (laughs) As the winners. Shout out to y'all. We made it. Uh, But other than us, though... Hip Hop DX got the second most votes. Salute to my guys over at Hip Hop DX, Mark, Michael, all of y'all. Y'all body that with your daily news coverage. Best concert. Quite a few different concerts were voted for. It was a two-concert race for the most part, but when it was all said and done, Kanye featuring Drake at Larry Hoover show won. It won by three votes to be exact. Who was the other? Uh, The other was Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud New York. Yeah, so a lot of people was, was outside for Rolling Loud in New York. A um, couple of people voted for Meek at the Garden. That was a good show. Uh, um, I know a few people that went there. They told me it was great, but I actually watched on YouTube like the mm. whole show. It was good. I like I like how he, I like how Meek performed. He even had dancers and shit. I'm like, okay, Meek. yeah. He's been in that bag for the last couple of years. I remember for whatever reason, I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube watching like old all-star game intros mm. <laughs> and i saw the year meek performing in like was it 2019 just after championships mm. and he had the dancers and everything i was like hey this kind of go crazy that's hard yeah, i was like, yeah. I wouldn't think meek would be this great with dancers yeah like he, he looks he great the, he the, looks uh, great he was doing the i forgot what song but the dancers came out i'm like oh shit meek got dancers i'm like yeah he, he up in it he up in it for real nah it was dope it was freaking dope man and hold up Best producer. Um, got a little competition from the second place finisher, the Alchemist. Okay. But Alchemist is fire. For the most part, 
it was Hit Boy. <laughs> it was Hit Boy's uh, award to lose. Salute to Hit Boy. Yes, sir. Rightfully so. I know at the Commission Awards, which was earlier this year, a show that we did for a year, salute to the Commission family, um, Hit Boy won Producer of the Year at that one, too. But Hit Boy's just on a run. Hit Boy's on a run. King's Disease, too. Word. Awesome. Anything he does with Sean, pretty solid. And when, I told you when he, even when he hooks up with Dom Kennedy, like, yeah, I feel like how I said, like, Dom, when he do his, so, like, I, don't get me wrong, I love Dom, but when he does his solo, it don't be hitting as much as it used to. Mm -hmm. But every time he's with Hit Boy and they day on that half a mil shit, it be feeling like the old Dom or Dom yeah. just be in his bag or whatever. That's that's what stemmed that tweet. I'm here to prove to y'all that I never left. That's yeah, my Don Kennedy voice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what stemmed from that tweet when when Big Sean dropped a joint with Hit Boy recently. Mm -hmm. And I'm just listening to Sean or whatever. And I always love Sean. Like, Sean always goes off to me. But I don't know. Sean just felt like he was in a bag. And I just, that's, I tweeted that, like, yo, why I feel like Hit Boy Production just be bringing out the best yep. niggas. Hey, and speaking of Sean, side note. I thoroughly enjoyed his interview with Drink Champs. Watch I actually watched multiple <laughs> times too. Watch it twice. It was really for good though. Damn near and not four even hours, for the, but I and watched not it even twice. for the reasons people may think like, oh, some old word to gate. Yeah, no, nah, I watched it just because like it I, was a really good it interview. It was a good ass interview. And like, I'm not even gonna front, like the second time I watched it and like certain shit he was saying and he answered, and I'm just like, damn, that's a but I realized I'm like me and Sean both like I I'm not bit dong. People don't even think I'm on some like astrology shit. But me and Sean is both Aries, so it was like certain shit he was saying. I'm just like yo, I be feeling that way too. And I'm like oh, this thing is an Aries just like me. <laughs> so I was like I get it. But it's you a good Aries. Brantley's our big Sean representative. Shout out to Brantley. Yes. <laughs> but nah, it was a great interview. I really liked it. Nah, yeah, I really yeah. liked it. And the fact that he was able to uh, conduct the interview that great. Despite being clearly drunk. drunk. Yeah, you could tell Impressive. he was drunk. <laughs> he was drunk. You start seeing you, the lazy eyes. Yeah, slur. Or he'd, he'd be like, wait, Slow. what? Or he'll just sit in like, what? Listen, listen. <laughs> you're not listening, right? Yeah. Like, Yo, How would you God. feel if somebody owed you 500000 <laughs> How would you feel if somebody owed you $1 million? <laughs> How would you feel if somebody owed you $5 million? <laughs> no, 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 no. How would you owe a million? No, how would you feel if they owed you $3 million? Now, how would you? No, no, no. How would you if they owed you five million? And the pauses kept getting longer. No, 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 no. What if they owed you six million dollars, bro? Six mil, bro. Yep. <laughs> and the pauses kept getting longer throughout yeah. the interview. That's how I knew he was like really drunk. Yeah. Because it went from like uh, he's pausing for two seconds. And I was like, damn, it's been like ten seconds. <laughs> like, are you gonna answer the question, yeah, bro? He is drunk, big fella. And then you knew you were drunk because like he wasn't. He wasn't trying to take shots. So he was really picking when they did yep. that, like that quick time yep. climb shit. He was like really picking answers. Top five movies right now. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Top five. You. Both of you. Both of you. Top five. No categories. No categories. No categories. Come on, man. Of all time. Of all time. Boy. Do that. <laughs> Boy. Well, nah, I'm not lie. When he said that, he said, he was like, and Kanye talking about ass ass. He was like, most people say it's boy. After that interview, I kept saying that shit. I was like, boy. Boy. Mm, yeah, it was crazy. That was, nah, that was a really good interview. Yeah, it was. It and, was and, I might and, watch it again. Yeah, and I will. That in the in the new Rory and Maul episode with the oh, Detroit dude. Yeah, yeah. That's Yo, my favorite of the year. I got I got to watch it over. I, I watched like I've five watched. minutes into it, then I had to go, so I didn't finish it. But I got it because, like, the I've dead ass watched crying. it five times, bro. You know, I watched, back. I watched a little bit of that. Um, 
interview with Russ. That was great too. I stopped. I don't know. Uh, Russ gives me like as the interview goes on, bro. It gets better. Uh, I, I was waiting for that part because I'm like, I like it because uh, Russ was on something else. What was the Breakfast Club? Yeah, Breakfast Club. Because he did a new interview with Breakfast Club. Yeah. So I, that's the one I watched or whatever. Then when I watched Aurora and Mo, it was kind of like, because you know when people go on the interview run, they to say the same shit. Yeah. But it was just like, I feel like he kept talking about the same shit for too long. And I'm just like, I don't know. He started getting too much into why people hate him. It's like, damn, bro. It's like every time you talk, it's like, that's what you talk about. Yeah. The, the couple highlights was when they was talking about women and now he deals with women as like a celebrity and okay. and how... He's relatable to a lot of guys. Like, he was like, hey, like, if a woman rocks with me and it's only one time I get it, like, okay, I'm not bothered. Okay. Like, that sort of conversation. And then him and Rory had, like, a great devil's advocate advocate conversation about, like, should people really be independent? Like, that sort of stuff. But it is later. Like, so you gotta maybe oh, yeah, skip I got to maybe skip through yeah, I only, to get to I that. I think I probably only watched, like, the first 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, the first 30, 40 minutes, that, that's, again, like, the background noise. Yeah, like that's what, and then you want to know what's crazy? I was like, it. I didn't click on it. It came on. Yeah. So I was just listening back and forth. I'm like, nah. Then yeah. I was, and I was, it definitely gets in his bag once it's way past being an hour in. All right, yeah. And right. soon two hours in. That's when it's I, like, I cut yo, it off this is right good. before it hit an hour, and I'm like, yo, bro, it's almost an hour, and this shit is. Yeah, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I think nah, I'm gonna I, it's I'm one of those things where it's like in. over time for me personally, I was like, oh yeah, I really like this. Like, I was rewinding stuff like, oh, this is uh, this was good. That's dope. Last thing we have to discuss, ladies and gentlemen, before we cap off the first ever Foresight Podcast Awards, the rap and R&B MVPs. MVP always means different things to different people. Uh, it always creates great conversation in sports and music. It will do the same thing because it's a matter of what's an MVP to you. Like, for me personally, when I look at an MVP in music, outside of clearly being great at what they do, I'm looking at their overall versatility and the effectiveness of what they've done, as well as at what time of their career that they're doing. So for me, the person who I voted for ended up winning, and I felt like they were truly Raps MVP. Wolf, when you think about an MVP in music, whether it's rap, R&B, or any other genre, what would be your biggest trait or traits for a real MVP? Man, I feel like the MVP is somebody who was just like everywhere, no matter where you've seen them. They was like in every corner. They was in the features, collaborating with the people you didn't expect, the people you did expect, just somebody who was seen. That's how I would look at MVP. Who was the most seen? Wills. Same. Um, basically, uh, just on the scene, like, like nonstop, um, on every, not on everything, but on them, them songs. Mm -hmm. You know them. You kind of looking forward to them now. Like, they just fire. Like they, like, I don't know. They MVPs. I don't want to say everything you drop fire, but like you know, like majority of people close gonna, to yeah, everything is fire. Mm -hmm. It's gonna fuck with it, but um, I forgot who I even voted for. No, I, everybody's description's accurate, and to start off with, Fruit snacks I stole from my daughter. Gotta steal from the kids <laughs> sometimes, man. 
It teaches them adversity. It teaches them character. <laughs> I truly support that. I truly do. Hey, listen, man. If you can't handle this, <laughs> what's life? Come on, <laughs> no, man. Grow up. It's just one. <laughs> just one. We right. bought you four packs. Word. Freak, like I can't get one. I bought, bought them. Shit. I'm they half the reason you're here. I'm half the reason you're here. Word. Damn it. Give me. I deserve a percentage of these fruit snacks. R&B MVP. This was a pleasant surprise, and I'm really happy she won. Jasmine Sullivan mm. for R&B MVP. Her album was fire. It was. Stupid duper fire. It was heat. Summer Walker was one vote behind. Mm. Yeah. That was going to be my Did vote. I vote for Summer Walker? No, I voted for SZA. You voted for SZA. I could tell you that straight off yeah. of memory. You I, don't even know why, I don't even know why I asked. <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. She got the best song of the fourth quarter. Yeah. I Hate You is the best song in the fourth quarter, goddammit. Mm -hmm. That song's great. Or album coming soon. Album coming soon. She might be R&B MVP next year. Yeah, she. Mm, Will's going to start the campaign early mm -hmm. in March. <laughs> we ain't even settled into the year yet. We might still be in the pandemic. Will's going to be like, yo, this is off MVP. I don't even know if she dropped. I might not listen to nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> now, I believe. I'm still listening to Control. That's why she was top five in my Apple Music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan, R&B MVP. I felt like when it when it was all said and done, she had the best R&B album of the year. Um, I feel like I, I, I know well, I heard... It came out top of the year, though, right? It did, her, but I that's the importance of it because I don't think there was another better R&B album. And still over it was genuinely good. Mm -hmm. But what Jasmine dropped at the top of the year was just different. Totally different. Mm -hmm. And damn it, when you master the skits... Oh, I love a good skit. I love it too, man. It's freaking great. So that shout out to Jasmine. Album for real, for real. Shout out to Jasmine and for rap MVP. There were various candidates: Drizzy, Cole, Isaiah Rashad. There were a lot of people for rap MVP, but the MVP went to Tyler the Creator. Okay. And personally, I don't think there was anybody else more deserving. Rap MVP. That's how I feel. Call nah. me if you get lost to me. I would say, uh, I mean, Tyler's cool, but uh, also uh, I got to give my boy Dirk some props. Because Dirk been cooking up. He has been cooking up. Dirk, like, Dirk, 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 I feel Damn. like Dirk, Dirk got like. MVP, like, I feel nah, like Dirk. Shit. Yeah, like Dirk. If we had an emerging artist, <laughs> he would win in a clean sweep. Like Dirk. We'll make it up. Lil Dirk, emerging artist. <laughs> <laughs> emerging artist. Of emerging year. artist. Of year. God damn it. That is going to be a part because, of the 2022 curriculum. Yeah. Like, but, Tyler, Tyler's dope. I just feel like Dirk is that. Yeah. Like, he's been out for so long, but I feel like yeah. 2020 is 2021 really is like. Yeah. Like the Dirk, man. Like people, on the finally, way too, Wolf? people finally recognizing him and giving him his props yeah. or whatever. And based off our both of our MVP definitions, he would perfectly fit. He perfectly fit, he yeah. Would. That is fair. He would. He's on he's on everything. Like what Sean, Drake. Yep. Bro, that's what I'm saying. He's sliding, bro. Like Real shit. Sean, Drake, Lil Baby, of course. Him and Lil Baby, what, yeah, that project came That's out? really where I'm, th I'm like, Lil, what about Lil Baby? I heard Lil Baby one time. Yeah, nah, Lil Baby. Lil Baby got some votes. Lil Baby, him and Lil Baby, they like a Lil, Lil Baby's they like not a human a being. Power, a two-man, what was Stone Cold and Triple H? The two-man power two trip? Two-man power trip. Yeah, that's what they are right now. 
No, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I that's fair. I think Lil Dirk mm-hmm. should have been in the MVP conversation. But I think Tyler's advantage is on some versatility yeah. across the culture. And I think his moments were just bigger. bigger? Like I feel that. the album to me, I think really was the best rap album. It was the best rap album. Best yeah, rap album. And what what he headlined festivals. What award show was he at? And he had that dope ass performance. Was it BT? It might have been BT. It probably was because I fucking hate it. It might have been. I don't. I don't want to say BT, <laughs> but their award shows and shit just. Yeah, I think it, it was. BT. It's because it's not live. Like yeah, it was BT. So like he bodied performances. Like he literally headlined, God knows how many festivals, mm. and had an incredible performance. The album was great. The features were great features, especially because he was rapping. And he's rapping with, like, the Gazelda dudes, Freddie Gibbs, Wayne, fashion. He's becoming a bigger fashion. And he just opened up a new store or some shit, like, in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, it was, like, a new store or it was, like, a pop-up. I know what you're talking about. It was one of the other. I hope it was a pop-up because that was, it looked like it was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and it's, like, you have all of these things happening for him. Or he had Hove pull up to that shit. Yeah, Hove, yay, Pharrell, and Three Stacks with the flute, man. (laughs) He pulled up with the flute, bro. That's That's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's different. I, I, I think Tyler deserves it. I, I do. I'm not mad at any other vote, but I think Tyler's at that point, bro, where, and we talked about it on the last time we were here, right? When we were talking about Travis and everything, like new faces lead the way. I think Tyler, the creator, is perfect as the next leading face because he's not disappointing musically, but he's also doing all of the other things properly that make somebody the leading face yeah, of that. rap. I feel that. I think it's really I super feel that. coming down to that. And I couldn't be happier for Tyler. I couldn't be happy for Jasmine Sullivan. Um, I think it was beautiful. And before we sign off, we had a crazy amount of <laughs> random predictions for next year. Um, before I ask all of you, your prediction, your biggest prediction for next year. Let me just say two things. The most common prediction for next year, and it was the most boring run, no offense, Kendrick. I knew it. Dropping an album. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. That's been my (laughs) that's been my prediction for the top of the year for I mean like last three years. Yeah, like that's a boring prediction. That's a boring prediction. Like Kendrick. That's a boring prediction. Lie, that's about to be ah, it's prediction. exciting, really. It's exciting, yeah, but it's like, ah, we know he's supposed to give us an album. Top of the morning. But when he do, it's going to be incredible. Be but I will share with you my prediction. Hmm. I like to be outlandish with my predictions because it's a freaking prediction. Like, for a year, I think Jack Harlow, for artists next year, will find a way to enter the top five conversation. You bugging. Not happening. You bug. Outlandish. Not happening. Outlandish. I'm going outlandish. Not happening. I fuck. I'm going outlandish. And just to be, be racist, just to be fair, but it's top just five for next it's not, year. It's not happening because he white, bro. <laughs> <laughs> High five, bro. High five to I'm being outlandish with it, bro. Because he's white. Like, don't get me wrong. It's I love Jack bro. Harlow, 
But it's just not happening just because he's white, because like it happened with Eminem, and I don't think our culture is gonna let another white boy into that. Nigga top is you know what's so funny though? Drake, bro. I think and Drake is up there too, and Drake nah, is half Jack white. Harlow is a great value Drake, bro. <laughs> but you know what's so funny that you said that though? I think Jack. That is hilarious though. I'm not laughing, but sure, I know I, that's hilarious. I, I, I do. And I love Jack though. Like I really. Love and he him. good. Here's why he I'm good. comfortable saying that though, even though I side note don't believe it's going to happen though, mm -hmm. because similar to what you said about a Drake, mm -hmm. he has enough relatability mm -hmm. and just genuine energy about him mm -hmm. that is going to cross over. He's going to go big. And he's at the point where yeah. he's starting to get that mainstream success. It was smart of him, and I don't think he did it strategically, no. but it was smart of him after getting his own successful single of What's Poppin', mm -hmm. which was a top two record in the country, Grammy nominated. You catch another one with Lil Nas X, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you get that with Industry Baby. Yeah. His moved. own debut album was a top debut album. Went platinum. Mm -hmm. He's really as mainstream as it gets. Yeah. So I think for top five artists next year, even though I don't think it will happen because, again, because of the vets, the Drizzies, the Coles, the Kendricks, all I'm saying is a year from now when we do the show again, God willing, is I wouldn't be surprised if he somehow – Top five. I'm not gonna front. Only reason, and another reason why I'm kind of like oh, that's swaying away saying. from your um, – well, like – I'm just saying Not, though. Well, I don't want to, cause I don't want to say I disagree, cause <laughs> I really do. I'm a fan of Jack. And it's Harlow. more likely. Sorry to cut you off before nah, I pass could, back you to you. you. I think it's more likely he isn't top five based on what the vets do. I understand. If what the you're vets saying, don't bro. stand out, he may be top five next year, I don't bro. Even like that. I don't like. That. I don't know. At first, I thought like, only reason why I'm yeah, I'm might disagreeing get used to it. because. <laughs> One time I uh I don't know what year it was, but I think I said the same thing about uh two chains. Mm. I said I said um two chains is so nice, but I got a feeling in the future or next year, few years, he's gonna be in niggas top fives because like a lot of shit he be saying be going over niggas heads. Like two chains got bars. Yeah, sure. But like I felt like a lot of shit go over people's heads and I'm like, yo, if he keep at it, he gonna be in niggas top fives, but then once I said that, he just like died down OD. So it was like, I ain't never gonna say another nigga on this. <laughs> I'm just keep my top five to my top five. Man. There was actually, you know what? I'm gonna save it for the for the next episode. But other than that, that's really it, man. First ever Four Side Podcast Awards. Again, thank you so much for watching and tuning in. And before we do the whole spiel about where you can check us out and everything, once again, this is our last episode of the year but have no fear we will be back with a new episode at the top of 2022 literally within that first week of 2022 barring anything from the crew we will have a new episode for y'all please believe that um i personally arden want to take the time to thank each and every one of you who have supported foresight in 2021 i realized it was foolish <laughs> Throughout last year, the year before, to think, man, we had the best year <laughs> of our existence, and yet this year, all of you blew things out the freaking water. <laughs> like hmm. numbers wise, yes, we had an excellent year. Following went up, content numbers went up, but it was more so the overall 
connection that folks have with Foresight to where it's like, y'all really rocking with the boys. Y'all really rocking with the brand. Y'all really rocking with what we're trying to do as this media and music entity. Mm -hmm. And personally, I don't know, Wills feels the same way. I know AK, if he was here, feels the same way. We couldn't be any more grateful for y'all, man. Next month, we turn six years old. Yes, and we are lucky to be at the point where at six years old, we are only getting better. We're going to have more great things happen for us. Um, I'm in my flower-given mode right now. Um, to even get on a more personal note, I want to thank Wills to the right of me here thank for you. putting us onto this lovely space at WTF <laughs> Media Studios. Because um, if it wasn't for Wills, we wouldn't be here. And to even be more frank... We were having talks privately, and I was leading the way on it, that this will probably be it for the podcast. Nothing bad. I just felt like we ran its course. Mm -hmm. It was great, but let's just do something else involving all of us. And with Wills introducing us to this space, you, Wills, without even realizing it, you injected... A, a second life to the pod and to the pod yeah. mm. to where we at this gray space and we freaking met wolf yeah. where is our guy <laughs> hey. i'm very much an, uh, an attachment person yeah. so once i really <laughs> like you and i trust you yeah i don't want to go to anybody else like he, he's dead ass like that <laughs> yeah like i really like that once i know you can get the job done and there's a great vibe mm -hmm. sorry for he's hitting sick. you mike um <laughs> i really rock with those who are uh, like I, I i deal with and it's like wills you deserve immense credit. Thank you, bro. For this. And it's a great lesson, folks, right? Because I've had folks lately, you know, when they see me in person, talk to me and be like, yo, what is it like building a team and how y'all move? And I tell people at the end of the day, everybody's roles is different. Everybody handles different things. You may handle a lot more stuff than the next person and et cetera and et cetera. But when people are consistently contributing the way that they are and the contributions are meaningful, that's all that matters, right? And I really feel that way with us. I could care less about how much I'm doing, which sure is a lot because everybody in their roles is contributing at such a high level. And Will's contributed, man, you've contributed, goat. what? You're the, goat. you're the goat, man. You you hold it down for real. Hey, I do, but <laughs> this it's- This guy, he's sugarcoating this shit, man. <laughs> this guy really hey, got man. this shit on his back. <laughs> hey, man. But, but hey, listen, no. We it's, do our part, but he got this shit on his back, man. But, hey, man, but real talk, though, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. But it's- Timely contributions. It's like when we're it's like if we're playing basketball. Sure, I could be getting 40 or 50, but if you hitting a big shot on your way to your 18, mm -hmm. that's just as clutch as me getting my 40 or 50. Fact. And and that's what you did amongst the many things you did, bro. Thank you. With recommending this spot. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't be proud of you, bro, the sheer terms of you really leveled up your game for Thank not you, only just bro. the podcast, but you freaking dropped your own project dude yeah and on the low i didn't even tell you i'm working on my second one I'm yeah to, i want a theme for it so I'm yeah working, so. you dropped your own project this year working on the second one the pod your representation of us as a brand it's it's really clutch ak if you was here it's the same thing with you bro like certain things we've talked about with the music and how you working with artists on our behalf and being the the third member of the, our big three, mm -hmm. it's it's a great thing that I'm incredibly thankful for. And again, I appreciate you guys. I love everyone here. 
I love everybody that's been rocking with us and supporting us. And again, it's it's only getting better from here on out. Real talk. I feel myself rambling. I've had three <laughs> cups of wine. So I'm really deep in my bag. I'm not Big Sean drunk from, from, from Drink Champs. I'm not that. But I am a, a, a little, little something, something. But, um, <laughs> something, something. but nah, real talk. Seriously, thank you to everybody, man. For real. Real talk. We greatly appreciate your support. I appreciate my guys here, man. I appreciate what we're doing. And lastly, if you want to check us out, three things. Check us out on social media, the Instagram, at the Foresight Company, Twitter, at Foresight Company. Visit our website, ForesightNY.com, for anything involving Foresight, including merch. And lastly, check us out on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and check us out. Anything you want to see from interviews to the podcast and any other content will be on there. And we have a lot of things scheduled for the rest of this year. Literally, I've uploaded it myself. I can tell you that. All right? <laughs> free the guys up top and free the guys down low. You already know how we rocking, man. I, 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 I. Talk to you next time.